Chapter Twenty Five of the Outdoor Girls of Deepdale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Dalman. The Outdoor Girls of Deepdale by Laura Lee Hope. Back home, Betty Nelson's chum stared at her. So did Mister Blackford. Betty herself, with flushed cheeks and flashing eyes looked at all of them in turn her idea had stimulated her what how i don't see stammered mr blackford if you it's this way cried betty all enthusiasm you know you can transfer money by telegraph in a very short time it only takes a few minutes to do it really it's quicker than an airship and she smiled at mr blackford that's so he admitted i see now i'll have my father telegraph the five hundred dollars to me at judgeville explained betty then i can give it to you and you can telegraph it to your business man in new york it is sure to reach there before midnight and you can take up your option if that's the proper term it is very proper said mr blackford i believe you have the right idea miss nelson i should have thought of that myself but it shows that i am not really a good business man now let's hurry on to town proceeded betty we haven't any too much time it was rather an astonished telegraph operator who a little while later was confronted by four pretty girls a man who looked like he had just been in a shipwreck and a very much flustered lady the latter was betty's cousin at whose house the girls had stopped it was necessary for the recipient of the money to be identified and this betty's cousin who knew the operator agreed to look after there was little delay but not much and soon mr blackford was in a position to take up his option a local bank where the telegraph concern did business paid over the five hundred dollars in cash and four hundred of this was at once sent to new york by telegraph i hope it reaches my man said mr blackford i have told him to wire me here a little while later word was received that the transaction had been successfully carried out mr blackford could now get control of the business and it's all due to you young ladies he said gratefully i don't know how to thank you you are entitled to a reward don't you dare mention it cried betty well some day i'll pay you back for all that you did for me he exclaimed warmly i won't forget and now that i have some money to spare i am going to get a new suit of clothes he said good-bye to the girls promising to see them again some time and then he left having made arrangements to go on to new york and finish up his business affairs well now that it is all over won't you come on to the house and have supper said betty's cousin as they came out of the telegraph office i must say you girls know how to do things oh you can always trust betty for that said molly it just did itself declared betty everything seemed to work out of its own accord from the time that we found the five hundred dollar bill but you helped a lot insisted amy indeed she did added grace well our walking tour will soon be over betty said as they neared her cousin's house we'll be home to-morrow we have had lots of fun and i think it has done all of us good we'll soon be home but not without a long walk said grace with a sigh 
i wonder what we shall do next we must keep out of doors we have a long vacation before us all summer said amy i do wish we could spend it together maybe we can said betty we'll see and how the four chums enjoyed the vacation that was opening may be learned by reading our next volume of the series which will be entitled the outdoor girls at rainbow lake or the stirring cruise of the motorboat gem the stay of the girls at the home of betty's cousin was most enjoyable they remained two nights instead of one sending word of the change of their plans to their parents then early in the morning they started for home on the last stage of their tour twenty-two miles sighed grace as they set out oh dear but they were not destined to walk all the way about five miles from town they saw a big touring car approaching and as it neared them they beheld will ford and his chum frank in it hooray cried grace's brother welcome to our city added frank get in and we'll take you home in style oh you boys cried betty but she and the others got in off they started all of them seemingly to talk at once and in a short time they arrived in deepdale they attracted considerable attention as they passed through the town in the car will and frank had hired to honor the members of the camping and tramping club but it rather spoiled our record i think said betty we were to walk all the way oh we walked enough declared grace i did anyhow and she glanced at her shoes but it was fun exclaimed amy glorious cried molly a little later the four tourists were warmly welcomed at their respective homes later meeting for a general jollification at molly's house oh you dears cried betty trying to caress the twins paul and dodo both at once and we saw the dearest little lost girl shall i tell you about her give us some tandy first said dodo fastening her big eyes on grace us ikes tandy don't us pa us do was the gurgling answer and grace brought out her confections and now that the four girls are safely at home again we will take our leave of them end of chapter twenty five end of the outdoor girls of deepdale by laura lee hope